Hi folks, my name is Girish Bally, the host for Back to Basics. We're at PotFest and we're chit-chatting with a certain person that I speak with him all the time. We're going to talk about business evolution, right? And we're talking about small businesses turning into big businesses. But the problem that we have and we face is priorities. What should we do? What should we not do? Those are the questions that we're going to be asking today. And Pete is a person that I've as I said, talked many, many times. So Pete's here at PodFest, and we're just connecting. And we're just in this conference room chit-chatting. Second episode so far from uh, Back to Basics on PodFest, and uh, here it is. So Pete, how are you? Thanks for coming to uh, Back to Basics. Hey, thanks for having me, Girish. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for, for coming here. But before we talk about the evolution and yeah, all that stuff yeah. that we talk about, what does Back to Basics mean to you? Getting back to basics, well, you know, my business is called Simplifying Entrepreneurship, and I think that's where we have some similarities. It's like yeah. getting back to the basics, simplify things down. Let's not make things complicated or too complicated. Yeah. There are ways around complication that's right. that help us be better business owners. And when we have a better business, we have a better life. That's right. And I think that's where we connect. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. You know, we, we connected uh, earlier this morning. We had breakfast yeah. and we chit-chatted. And then coincidentally, I I knew your business name, but I did not know your business name, yeah. if that makes sense. No, I get right? it. Yeah. And when I saw that business card, it kind of connected. And I'll yeah. tell you what it is, right? Yeah. What is it? Simplifying. That's it. Yeah. So when we say simplifying, we're talking about basic, right? So So that's why and how we connected. So thank you again for coming on Back to Basics. For sure. And uh, it's great to be here in PodFest. Yeah, but before we get into that fun. stuff, what do you think so far on the PodFest so far? Well, you know, um, it's good to be live again. Yeah. It's good to be with people. Yeah. It's good to connect. When we look at the power of what something like this can do, and for all of our listeners out there, think about the festivals, the the whether they're this sort of thing, the trade shows, the places where you can go and talk to people that are in your industry. Mm. We talked about this earlier today, I'm pretty sure, because mm. when you're a business owner, mm. your partner at home generally doesn't want to hear about it anymore. They're like, enough, right? Mm. I'm, I'm done. Mm. Uh, like, we, that's, I, I want to talk about other stuff. Mm. Your friends often don't get the struggles that you're going through as mm. an entrepreneur, they don't understand it if they aren't entrepreneurs themselves or at the, at the sort of level of entrepreneurship right. that you're at. And if you do have a team, mm. your team usually is not as open as you would like. You can always say, I've got an open door policy, mm. but nonetheless, you're paying them. Mm. And when you're paying them, often there's tell exactly how they feel about things because they think that if you don't agree there will be repercussions right. so you kind of look at this stuff and it's like who do we talk to do you know there and who can i run my strategies by and all these different things and you know you can do that at something like this that's right you know in your industry whatever that industry is you can do that in, in at these events you get to talk to people who are going through the same struggles mm. who have or have already gone through them which mm. is even better even better because right? then we're having like a mentorship kind of conversation yeah, which yeah. is like wow and you know what here's an interesting thing too most people 
even if they're one or two levels above where you are, mm. they want you to go through it quicker than they did. Of course. They want to see you succeed even faster than they did. That's right. The people in your industry aren't always competitors. They're not. They're there and, and they, they're like, oh man, I have done this. Here's what you need to do. Yeah. And if you can take one of those things from an event like this, mm. your event's paid for. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you again yeah. for uh, that, uh, Pete. So let me ask you this. Now, the the main reason that why we're here is yeah. that we're talking about business evolution, right? Right. So from small business to big businesses, Yeah. what are the processes? What are the thought processes? What are the priorities? I mean, the priority is to make money and the priority is to be, be big. But not everyone is it becomes, though? you tell me. Yeah, I, I don't know that it is. I think for some people, the priority is to be big, hmm. but not every entrepreneur wants to have a $100 million business. No. People are in business because they want to actually do something. They have something in their mind and whatever that is, is uniquely theirs. Hmm. And that's okay. And not everyone wants that, you know, $100 million business or billion dollar business or whatever the case is. And that's perfectly good too. Hmm. So understanding what it is that you want out of your business is hmm. step one, hmm. so that you can really understand, okay, what do I want this business to provide back to me? Hmm. And when I understand that, now I go at building the business to deliver it. Hmm. So you're saying that, let's say, hypothetically, I need to cover $10,000 every month. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So at least cover that basis first. Yeah, I mean, and then move forward after that, right? But you start with the end in mind, I think, as well, right? It's like, mm -hmm. what do you want out of your life? And, and that's the one thing when you're an entrepreneur, when you own your own business, you can now create the life that you want to create through your business. Mm -hmm. And the business is there to prop you up, not you to prop the business up. Mm -hmm. Now, in the early stages, mm -hmm. you have to be there to prop the business up. I mean, that's part of starting of a business. But once you kind of get it at a certain level, mm -hmm. then you're kind of looking at saying, okay, now I've got things humming. I've covered my nuts, mm -hmm. whatever that nut is, because it's different for every person. Mm -hmm. And now what am I going to do? And how am I going to take that? And mm -hmm. that's where I come in at most stages where people are sort of at certain levels, they want to get to the next level with mm. my coaching, mm. whatever those levels are, there's mm. different ones along mm. the way. But mm. usually you're kind of capped out at a certain level. And it's like, I need to get through some strategic thinking that's going to help me through and get through the next level of this mm. so that I can enjoy more of the things mm. that I wanted and thought about and dreamt about when I started my business. Mm. Wow. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you again for that. You know, the, Thought process now is back in the days we used to, and we talked about this earlier this morning. Corporate job, you have a salary every biweekly. Yeah. Corporate job, you also have 401k. Yep. Corporate job, you have pension. Nowadays, I don't know if it has or not, but that's a separate topic altogether. Yeah, it is. But you get saying, I do, I do. But on the entrepreneur side, we don't have monthlies, biweeklies. No. We don't have 401ks. We don't no. have pensions. So what do we have and why entrepreneurship? Why? Well, good question. Because entrepreneurship isn't for everyone. Right. So, and I think that's an important piece. Hmm. I mean, I'm not sure in the U.S., but I'm, I'm from Canada. But really, let's say about 7% of people, 7-10% of people are actually entrepreneurs. Hmm. And there's a reason for that. Hmm. Because 
the other people don't want to be. They want the consistency. They want the sort of planability of this stuff. They want all of the things that the steady job, the regular income, all of that has. And if that's what, if that's the sort of dependency that you need, then entrepreneurship isn't for you. And that's okay. I think that's an important piece, it right? Because it it's not for everybody. But for those who are, the idea around I'm okay with the risk that it's going to take to get this thing rolling because I want the reward. And we think of risk and reward. That's the idea. I've got this dream. I know what my freedoms I want out of my business. And I am prepared to put in the time, the effort, and the money in order to deliver that because I have a vision of a better life. And often people are saying, well, the vision is really of the business. Well, no. I feel that the, biz the vision really is your as the owner of that business, mm. your vision mm. of what you want out of life. And then you take your business to actually give that to you. But the problem is that, uh, thanks again, by the way, yeah. Pete. But the problem is that you get satisfaction even at a nine to five job and a corporate job. You get a satisfaction as an entrepreneur because at the end of the day, your grind levels that you've gone through, you see some light at the end of the tunnel. The same thing with the corporate job too. So don't you think? Well, so the, now the definition is satisfaction. It's some people get, uh, that's the thing. Everybody is unique. So some people get out of the corporate job, but I know lots of people that work corporate job and hate their job, mm. but they're working it because they're saying, well, I'm going to get my pension and I'm going to, I only got eight years left to get my pension. And so I'll just put in my time. Right. Do you want to give up eight years of your time just to get your pension at the end of it? Right. If you really hate what you do. Right. Yeah. I, so, I mean, this is the thing, right? Mm -hmm. And and they're personal decisions. And because they're personal decisions, you have to make them. Mm -hmm. And that's perfectly good. But when you make those decisions, mm -hmm. whether you elect that those decisions are great because you actually do like your corporate job, then you should stay in your corporate job. Mm -hmm. The reason a lot of people start businesses is because they're fed up with working different jobs and they, they're like, I just can't do this mm -hmm. anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to make my own way have a mission and a plan mm. and I'm willing to take control of my own salaries mm. and my mm. all the other things that that represent entrepreneurship mm. in order to take this idea that I have to deliver a promise to my clients and to make this thing happen mm -hmm. and I think that's that's just a different kind of person like I said it's not for everybody mm. but for those who do it it's like there's frustrations there too that's right. Right. And there's always frustrations, whether you're corporate or whether you're entrepreneurial, that's just understandable. It's how do we push through them? How do we get through them? But the, but the situation, thank you again, by the way, mm. you know, as an entrepreneur, you have to think out of the box sometimes. Don't For you? sure. Yeah. Is it sometimes or is it all the time? I think it's all the time. It's like never ending, never ending. Right. But then some people that are not built that way. So, yeah. So then what do you say to those people? And to those people, you need to hire somebody that actually ha is an idea. Like, in my opinion, there's leaders and managers. Mm. If you're a really good manager and you can, like, knock this stuff off because you manage really well, that doesn't mean you can't be a business owner because you, you're a good manager. Mm. You hire somebody that's the visionary for your business. You can still own that business. Mm. They mm. can be the visionary. They can be the front person. They can be the ideas person mm. that you're collaborating mm. with. Mm. And you're the person because your, your skill set 
and the things that you actually love to do mm. are more around the managerial side of things. Well, that's okay. Mm. The beauty of being an entrepreneur is you can choose that because mm. it's your business. That's right. That's the beauty. That is the beauty, right? yes. You're not being told, go over here, go do this. You're here on the accountability chart, so plunk. You're actually the one saying, okay, I need somebody else to come in who's an ideas person because I'm not an ideas person. Or maybe I'm, I'm scared of being the communicator or the front person or mm. the salesperson mm. or the bookkeeper or whatever. Mm. The thing is, I've got a whole platform around love. It's called Love It or Leave It. And as the entrepreneur, you can truly do the things that you love to do in your business and leave the rest of the stuff to other people. Mm. Once you're at a certain point where it's mm. more than just of course. you, of course. Um, but even when it is just you, you can outsource a lot of that stuff yes. too, yes, which can. is cool and That's a right. whole nother topic and another podcast. But, um, you know, the beauty of it is that it's your choice mm. as the entrepreneur. Mm. You're not going to be laid off. You're not going to be told um, that you're shifting gears. You're not going to be told that you're going to move to another area that you don't like to, you really don't want to move mm, to. Mm. You have the choice. Mm. But that, with that choice comes a lot of risk mm. and comes a lot of responsibility. And when you're signing the checks for 20 other people or 100 other people or whatever, you can feel the weight of saying, oh, a recession's coming. I've got... 100 families that I'm supporting here through the business and all their kids, we're going to have to make some layoffs. I've done this. Mm. It's not fun. Mm. It's a terrible thing mm. knowing that you're going to have to lay off some really good people. Mm. Not fun. So, you know, as much as everybody says entrepreneurs, you know, they can do what they want and they can blah, blah, blah. Well, no. I mean, they work freaking hard. Yeah. They, they, they're pounding away. They have to make hard decisions that affect other people's lives. Mm -hmm. Is there risk? Yeah, a lot. Is mm. there reward? Sometimes a Sometimes. lot. Mm. Are you ready for that? Not everybody is. Mm. Seven, ten percent of people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, Pete, for that. Yeah. You know, your, your company is called uh, Simplifying, Simplifying Entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship yeah. Same with right? my podcast. But, it's is all the it, same. but is it really that simple? Uh, nothing's simple, simple. But what I try to do is help people get the craziness that's going around in their heads out of their heads, mm. onto paper, mm. in frameworks that make sense mm. so that they can then make decisions and actionable items to move ahead. Mm. Knowing what their promise is, knowing what they want out of it, knowing their, their product, their promise, their process, their people, so that you can really thrive through this stuff in complete alignment hmm. so that everybody in your organization knows the answers to the questions that you're fed up with answering because hmm. they're coming to you all the time. Mm -hmm. It's like you ha when you have to make every single decision for every single person in your organization, my feeling is that decisions should be made at the very lowest level they possibly hmm. can hmm. so that the people that are at different levels can be making and working on bigger decisions. Hmm. And that's how the business grows. Hmm. That's how the business starts to gain some momentum hmm. when, and you know what, the people at all levels, they actually want to make decisions. Hmm. And when you're taking the decisions away from people that are underneath you, they feel that. But they the, want the, they want to make them. But in a corporate job, you you are technically well, depending on the position, but you're technically a follower versus a leader. Right. An entrepreneur, you're a leader. Not all the time. Unless you hire the leader and you're 
And I've seen that. I mean, I literally have seen that where mm. you're set up so that you're an owner, mm. but you actually have a CEO that's above you, mm. you know, who's actually in charge. Mm. You've appointed them. Mm. You're ultimately, you're still their boss because you're the owner. Mm. Sometimes that CEO becomes a partner or a junior partner mm. or some of that sort of Eventually. stuff. I mean, there's yeah. ways, yeah. right? There's, there's workarounds and everything. But ultimately, if you're feeling that the gap is actually you mm. for growth, mm. then you need to find somebody else to help you grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever that position is, based on your strengths, you collaborate with that person to build the business that you want. So to basically build. the thing is that if anyone wants to get into entrepreneurship and they yeah. don't know nothing about businesses, yeah. Yeah. let's hire someone so then you and that person can be successful at the same time. If they can afford to hire somebody. Of course, that's know, another capital that we is. need to talk about. It's another right? one, right? I mean, because everybody has different layers of capital. Everybody has different layers of time. Mm. Time's another one, right? There's mm. money and there's time. Mm. I own several businesses. Well, I don't work full time in any of them mm. Mm. because I've set my businesses up so that there's accountabilities in place and people are making decisions when I'm here in Florida with you. Yeah. My stores are going, my stuff's happening. There's things being posted. There's like stuff is going on without me being there. Yes. Yes. And that's because I've set up the right processes and things along the way. Yeah. Now, Sometimes those go bad. Sure, <laughs> people get sick. Course. People get COVID. You know, I'm still the owner. So mm. that when 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 the, the shit hits the fan, mm. I'm still responsible. Ultimately responsible. That's right. Right. That's so right. if there's nobody to open the doors that day, we own some retail stores. So if there's nobody to open the doors because everybody's down with COVID and I don't have COVID, I'm going to open the door. But that doesn't happen. Like I mean, we've got things set up. And at, like, I'm, I'm the fifth in line. Mm. So in fifth in line, I'll open the door. Mm. So, cause we have that set up. Sure, right. Sure, sure. But was there a time where I opened the door every day? For sure. Mm. Was there a time where I stayed every day? Yes. Those are those startup phases mm. that you just need to put in your time. You need to learn that stuff. You need to go because when you're setting up the processes that you're going to eventually hand off and delegate mm. and somebody else is going to be accountable for. Mm. Those processes typically in the early stages mm. are being set up by you, mm. right? Mm. Instead of somebody else. Now, most of the processes in our businesses now, I actually have who's ever performing them set up the processes mm. because things have changed a lot since I started. That's of course. And they've bettered because I've had even better people doing the jobs that I used to do because mm. they love it and I mm. didn't. Mm. And I've handed it off to them and they're like, we should do it this way and this way. And I'm like, you absolutely should. I wish I would have thought of that. You're way better at this than me anyway. Mm -hmm. So do it the way. And mm -hmm. when you do it, let's set up the process so that when you get elevated in the business, somebody else already has the process mm -hmm. in place and they can just do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you again, uh, Pete. Yeah. Uh, last question. Yeah. And it's a part one or a part two question. Yeah. Cool. Do you love it or do you not love it? No, I, I love it. I love what I do. And that's, like I said, with, with one of the processes that I have and one of the forms that I take all my clients through, it's called love it or leave it. And um, I work 85% of my time in what I call my love it zone. Mm. Having these conversations with you, with other people, with my clients, mm. you know, I love talking business. Mm. It gives me power. It gives me strength. It gives me energy and excitement. Mm. Mm. I don't like to do book work. Yeah, of course. And I'm skilled. I have an MBA. I've got two business degrees. I can do book work. I, you know, I understand it. I'm mm. very good at it. Mm. I don't want to do it. Mm. It sucks the life out of me. And, you know, for those that are listening, 
if you're doing stuff in your business that sucks the life out of you, mm. that's the first thing mm. that you need to set up the process and try to find somebody to outsource. That's the very first thing. Because as soon as you start doing that and you find somebody that's actually doing it and you see them and they're like, woohoo, every time they balance the visa statement, they're like, woohoo, they love it. Why would I not want somebody else who loves bookkeeping to do my bookkeeping for me instead of me mm-hmm. who hated it, even though they were good at it, mm-hmm. to do something like mm-hmm. that? It's like, I'll t- gladly give you that. You can mm-hmm. woohoo all day long. Mm-hmm. And when I, I'll go and do even more of the stuff that I love to do that I don't get enough time for mm-hmm. and live in my love it zone as much as I can. And that's what I want to help other entrepreneurs do. Second, the second part question is, you love automation, don't you? Yeah, no, I do. And we yeah. talked about yeah. this earlier this we morning. Did. Yeah. Okay. So do you think that automation has made you easy to lead your company, you lead your entrepreneurship uh, track? Automation is one tool. A plumber has um, their stack of tools. A carpenter has their stack of tools. Everybody has a stack of tools. Mm. I look at automation as a tool. Mm. And I, if I was a plumber... I wouldn't buy my tools at Walmart or at, some, you know, I wouldn't buy an $8 hammer. I'd buy a $100 hammer if I was using the hammer every day. Hmm. So when I look at these things, I look at the tools that I use in automation for some of the things around, like, I'm quite prepared to pay dollars hmm. for some of these tools because they're giving my time back. They're doing things consistently even better than I can do them. Hmm. I don't even have to think about them. Mm. They happen overnight. Mm. They happen in when I'm not even around. Mm. So when I look at that kind of stuff, my time's valuable. Mm. And I charge a lot for my time. Mm. I do. Mm. So if I can get more of that time mm. so that I can actually work more with clients, mm. that's a better use of my time. Mm. Than, so I look at all of those different things about automation and it takes away some of the frustrations of that course. I had. It's of like course. some of these tedious things that I just don't like to do, mm. it takes it away. Yeah, you and I discussed this earlier. Why this do morning. I not want that? Of course. I love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pete, thank you again for coming here. And you have already said your last words, but is there any last words you want to say to my listeners and my viewers? Yeah, I think, you know, if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, uh, Think about some of the stuff we talked about. Mm. Entrepreneurism isn't for anybody. There Mm. are risks. There are rewards. Mm. For me, it's been a great life. Mm -hmm. I started um, six months after university. I worked for six months for somebody else. Mm. Great business. Awesome owner. Really liked them. And, you know, I decided at that time, I like this business. I like this owner. But I think I just need to be my own boss. Mm. 28 years ago, never looked back. Owned many businesses, bought and sold businesses, helped people in all sorts of different industries, still own businesses and help coach business. It was the right choice for me. Mm. And I'm glad I did it. And, mm. and I think, you know, for anybody who's looking at doing it, think about some of the stuff we talked about. And for anybody who's in it and feeling as though they're frustrated, they've mm. hit these ceilings, mm. they're not getting the freedoms that they wanted to, mm. then, you know, we should chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pete, thank you again uh, for coming here. And ha- the last question, yeah. I promise you, yeah. how was your journey on uh, Back to Basics? Uh, awesome. How- yeah, it's been great. I mean, this year's setup is cool. We're doing this live. It's fun. Um, do I've, I haven't done a podcast interview live ever. 
Yeah. You know, face to face yeah. here. I mean, yeah. we can touch each other, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's always on Zoom. It's always on some sort of form. Yeah. So it's been cool to do this right here with you and have a have a face to face interview. Yeah, so yeah, really yeah. a lot of fun. Awesome, Thanks for awesome. having me. Pete, thank you again for coming on Back to yeah. Basics. Okay. My and pleasure. We'll, we'll keep on connecting with each other, I'm pretty sure. And we're not going anywhere, are no, we? No. So, yeah. Thank you again, Pete, for coming on Back to Basics. My pleasure. So guys, we spoke with Pete today and we talked about the basics of uh, entrepreneurship, right? And we talked about that, yeah, it is a tough life. It's not easy. Nothing's easy in life anyway, right? So as usual, as always, what do we always say? I mean, there's a quote of the day from Back to Basics and the quote is, well, here's not a quote. It's actually a saying what we usually say, don't work harder, work smarter, right? Because that's what we talked about. We talked about automation. We talked about planning ahead. We talked about the things that we do. That's what this whole quote is all about. Now, as usual, as always, what do we always say at the end of the episode? And I think uh, Pete doesn't know this. Uh, everything in life goes back to basics, and that's what we did today, guys. Guys, take care. God bless. Keep on commenting on all my episodes because, you know what? It helps me in the long run, makes me stronger because your comment makes it better for me. And there are three things in every episode, including this episode, makes it a successful one for me, that is, which is the content, the guest who's sitting right here, and the third one is the host. Guys, take care. God bless. And keep on subscribing. And take care and God bless. And I will see you next time on Back to Basics. Take care.